All right, welcome back to another episode of I Suck at Running. Oh, big, big episode today. Please excuse me if you hear me drinking or whatever. Wynn did what I'm calling the Guanella Pass Combo. I think I'm going to settle on combo over double. So, what I did was parked at the square top trailhead, went down and did Beerstad first, got all the way to the top, came all the way back, posted back up at the trailhead, sat on my truck for about 20-ish minutes, gave myself a little aid station break, and then hit it again and went on up to What's it called? Flex? No, not flex stuff. Square top. So, before we get too far, let's go ahead and load up all the data. I will not update that firmware yet. Today's workouts. So, mileage and everything like that. Definitely not much of a run. Remember, I do suck at running. More walking than anything else. Come on, phone. So, let's see. Finishing up at 13.57 miles. I was out here for six hours, 58 minutes, 47 seconds. Finished with an average pace of 30 minutes, 51 seconds. Best mile was 13 minutes, 53 seconds. Carved out 5,141 feet of elevation gain. Let's see, let's see. What other... Ooh, here we go. This is the, this is what I was looking for, my elevation profile. Max today was 1468, that's beer sad. I think square top finished up at like 13.6, um, But yeah, 5,141 feet in gain, 5,056 feet in loss. It's a big up and down day for sure um so yeah that was guanala pass combo it's a big one i got a little bit of everything today um weather going up to beerstad was phenomenal it was perfect weather was so nice in fact that when i got back to the truck after beerstad I tossed my Atom because I figured I wouldn't need it going up square top because I didn't use it at all on beer stand. But ended up getting some hail, getting some s- snow flurries. Land this truck past real quick. It rained on me the entire time coming down off square top. Now it's cold. It was a cold one. Um, so, sort of cursing myself for leaving the atom in the truck as far as goals and stuff like that had three main goals today those being actually complete the combo i've started developing a pretty nasty habit of not finishing my objectives both in life and in running um so i'm trying to nip that in the bud There were definitely moments today where 
Sorry, sorry. Excuse me. There were definitely moments today where, especially going up square top, wanted to do square top second because it is, I guess, technically easier. They're both of them end up feeling like motherfuckers, though. I will say that. Um, but wanted to knock out your step first because it's a little bit taller. Save square top for second. Just because I guess it's supposed to be a little bit easier. It's a little bit shorter. I don't know. Uh, I was feeling like shit going up it. That's probably mostly having to do with the fact that I climbed the 14 right before that. So, all in all, pretty good day. Oh, that's right. Objectives. So, main objective for the day was getting this combo done. Actually finishing again. I just thought about doing it last night. Said fuck it. I'm gonna go have a date to myself today, and I fucking did it. Second objective was having a sub three hour beer stad trip. So when I say that, I'm talking round trip, top to bottom, all the way up, all the way back down. Goal for that was get that in under three hours. And I don't know if you would call a three hour round, like three hour on the dot, three hours on the dot. It took me. So I'm counting that, you know, I say I wanted a sub three. I'm going to count the three as right there. You know, sort of like that, like equal or less two. Sorry about that again. Nose starting to run. Like I said, got hailed on, got rained on, got snowed on. I summited square top only to be greeted by hail and snow flurries literally the second i got up there it started coming down on my way up an old lady yelled at me because there were clouds rolling in and everyone in colorado freaks out if you continue going up with clouds rolling in but i didn't hear any thunder didn't see any lightning and so I just kept on doing it and yep, got to, oh, of course people are parking next to me. Um, got to the top, was greeted by snow, greeted by hail, made it down. It's a fun time. Last objective for the day was to have this whole adventure buttoned up by, and me back in the truck by five o'clock and I got back to the truck at like 4.56 or something like that. So three goals for the day, three goals achieved, feeling pretty good about it. So since the last episode, I have gotten a couple of runs in, been feeling sort of flat. So I've been trying to do my best. One of those runs was again, just sort of like today. Not really a run, more a hike. In fact, it was a hike. It was Handy's Peak over in Lake City, Colorado. Um, super easy, super easy hike for what it is. I think I actually might change my opinion of Beerstab being the easiest 14er. I'm probably gonna change that to Handy's Peak being the easiest 14er. Of course, the main thing with Handy's is it is six hours away. 
six hours back. That's not even true. Lake City is six hours. It still takes like an hour to get to the trailer from Lake City. So it's about seven hours each way, 14 hours total of driving. It is a motherfucker getting over there from Denver. So the hike itself, that hike was pretty chill. But I didn't get any sleep, didn't get any food, didn't get any my my gut, my 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 GI, um, all sorts of issues with that. Just because if anyone does big peaks, you know it's so hard to get your your system um, in check, and there are just so many things that could go wrong. And for that Handy's Peak hike. There were a lot of things that went wrong, um, but even still, with everything going wrong, it was still a pretty easy hike. Um, besides that, what other? I've done a couple of trail runs here and there. Nothing big, just stuff like Green Mountain over in um, outside Denver, Morrison a couple times. Yesterday was peak. I suck at running. I pulled up to Morrison, Matthew Winters, one of my favorite parks, and I just shit the bed with it. I told myself I was I was not feeling like running, but I've been a lazy fuck all day, and I told myself, gotta go do something. Something's better than nothing, you know? So even if it is just the worst run ever, it is still better than no runs. So that's what my yesterday was. I finished up only doing like two, two and a half miles at Matthew Winters. That is so depressingly low for me. Um, And I left there just heated in so many ways, you know, heated from being in the fucking sun, heated at myself, just not in the game, you know? went home, talked to my wife, and decided that, fuck it, I'm gonna go do a big day today. And that's what I did. So, like I said, it was like 13 and a half miles total, which isn't that much for just a, you know, a normal day. People do 13 miles all the time. But those 13 miles were two very big peaks. Uh, You know, I've already said Square Top is a 13er. Beerstead is a 14er. I think these are the two tallest peaks on Guanala Pass. Besides probably Evans, but I'm not counting Evans as being on the pass. It's sort of on the backside, you know, Evans. Evans is just Evans. You take Evans road up to Evans and that's it. So I feel pretty good. There might be some other 13ers around here that could probably compete with Square Top. I'm looking at one right now for my truck. And, you know, and when you get on top of Square Top, top, top of the top, um, when you get up there, you do see some peaks around you that could be rivaling Square Top as far as height goes. But I felt good. I've wanted to do this now for all of one evening so this is a big big bucket list thing for me but more seriously it is a bucket list thing just being able to just thinking of combos big combos 
I've said it in my my three episodes before this. My wife and I, we do have a couple plans for the summer. One of those being Four Pass Loop over in Aspen, Colorado, Snowmass. Most people try to take the time with that and take a few days to do it to backpack it. Sam and I, we want to carve that bad boy out one day. So there's a lot of up and down on that thing. So I've been meaning to get out here up into the big mountains and just try to start having more big days. You know, the the Green Mountain runs are great. I love them. But nothing really compares to getting up to 14,000 feet and putting in the work. Putting in the work, putting in the the miles up above 11,000 feet, up above 12, 13, you know, and really at 14 and just like starting to reap those benefits. It's been a long time for me. You know, I've been doing beer set, especially beer set was my very first 14er. And I remember doing that thing the first time, like it was yesterday. The girl that I was with at the time, we had just moved to Colorado together. And I immediately fell in love with the idea of doing 14ers. And obviously, Google which 14ers do you start off with? You go to Beerstad. I remember that first time I did Beerstad. We probably took off from the car around 7 a.m. And I don't think we got back down to the car until 5 p.m., I want to say. So, progress is slow. It's always frustrating when you feel like you could be doing better, but comparing myself to that, I mean, what is that? I'm, I'm, I'm committing to the 7 to 5, so that's 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, Jesus Christ, 10 hours. 10 hours to do beer, Stad. Um, granted, we were from Florida, you know, fresh off the boat from Florida. So I always say that the sea level just fucked us when we moved over here. But compare that to today, a 10-hour beer stad trip compared to a sub-3. I'm going to keep on calling it sub-3, even though I already explained it was exactly 3. But a a sub-3 beer stad round trip. And then tacking on top of that, getting over to square top doing square top and being back down before five which is the time that i finished my first time i did beer stat so it's just progress is progress it may be slow seasons may change and you may start getting the lethargic when it gets cold out and it takes a while to get that shit back but you know what it comes back it's there i may not be very fast at running but i do think I got a pretty big tank um might be slow might be like a 1995 Toyota 4Runner with that 3.0 liter just barely chugging up I-70 you know that's me on the 14 or just barely chugging up but today's a big day like I said stuck with it I almost turned around in fact i had recorded myself on my phone the little video up on right below the summit of square top 
and I had in that video was saying that I was going to turn around. I was just so cold. I actually took a nap on my way up to square top. I was so cold and so tired. I had to sit down and I dozed off for five minutes and I got back up, told myself I was going to head back down. It's too cold. But as I was telling myself I was going to turn around, I just kept walking forward. And I'm glad I did because five minutes later, I was up at the top. That's how close I was. And I was considering turning around. But like I said, got to the top, started snowing and hailing and raining on me immediately. Beautiful, beautiful Colorado day. Just a little bit of everything. Even got to see some wildlife on the way up. Um, some bighorns love those every time I'm rolling up Guanella Pass seem to see them so today was no different so it was just a it was a good start got to Beerstad perfect weather only ever wore my my shell my new shell is my Arteryx I think it's called Arteryx Norden and it is quickly becoming my favorite 14er jacket it is just so solid the Norden is replacing my Patagonia Houdini for the longest time my Houdini was my staple I love that thing still even though I haven't worn it in a few trips um maybe next trip I'll, I'll bust it out just to you know give it some love um but my my new Norden just is amazing it's amazing warmer than the houdini more water resistant than the houdini more wind resistant than the houdini just very very comfortable jacket i bought it in a size extra large so that i can layer it comfortably with my other jackets so that it isn't skin tight because i do sweat like a motherfucker uh, but I would rather be sweating than be cold. A lot of other people don't like being hot when they hike. Your boy was born in the desert. Grew up in South Florida. I am acclimated to the heat. So definitely the cold fucks with me more than the heat does. That's one reason why I was just so mad at myself about forgetting my Adam. Because... I mean, you know, back in the truck now, it's all fine. I'm bundled up in a sleeping bag. Have the tailgate open, just soaking in the breeze, man. But the arc, but uh, my Adam would have been noise, definitely. So let's talk gear real quick. Big days like today, I always make sure I'm leaving my truck topped off with spring energies. I've talked about spring energies before. They are my favorite snack. They are an energy gel made with real food. And they are specifically designed to keep your stomach calm. Lots of food when you're hiking, when you weren't able to poop in the morning. Lots of food will fuck up your shit. Everyone knows this. Coffee, you're, you gotta drive in hour into the mountains to get to the trailhead you had to wake up early so you're drinking coffee to stay awake by the time you're at the trailhead you got the 
the old bubble guts going on. It's never a good time. Spring energy fucking does it for me. These gels are my favorite. Today I rocked the peanut butter long haul, the plum power rush, and the Kelly Wolf Wolf Pack. Wolf Pack is actually a real big guy. Most of the other gels range around 90 to 120 calories. The Wolf Pack is up at 300 calories. So it's a fantastic summit snack just to keep your head in the game and keep you going. Um, all of, like I said, all of these energy gels are designed to keep your stomach in check. And I didn't have a single issue all day. On top of that, um, brought myself some some bear oats. I call them bear oats, but it's a, that brand Kodiak protein oatmeal. I mixed some cold oats with some of those and some chia seeds and some sort of dairy milk alternative and just let that sit in my cooler. I parked today and ate half of it. And when I used my truck as the aid station, ate the second half, I brought some pre-workout with me, drank a little bit before Beerstad, again, drank a little bit before Square Top, and now I'm going to chug the rest for my drive home because I am notorious about getting really, really sleepy on these mountain roads, especially on the way home. Most of the time, you know I Suck at Running is the premier podcast that comes straight from the trailhead right after the hike. Today, though, it was about 30 minutes after the hike because I did make myself a little bed, sort of curled up and just closed my eyes. Never fell asleep, but it just feels good to close the eyes after such a long day. Um, what else? What else as far as food? Oh, Reminding myself to take a swig right now, so you might hear something. I do apologize about that in advance. But taking a swig of my Hydro Flask that I filled with Noon Tablets. Noon, N-U-U-N. These things are basically... um, These things are basically tablets that turn your water into electrolyte drinks. They're one of the lowest sugar ones. They're as close, they're the closest thing to your own natural body doing this work for you. Lots of other um, electrolyte drinks, including one of my favorite, Tailwind. They load up lots and lots of sugars. Or not lots of sugars, but lots of these electrolyte drinks like Liquid IV, they have lots of sugars in them. Noon does not have that. It is so subtle the t- all all the flavors are good just a uh yeah a good thing to have on big days like this sorry in advance i have to blow my nose the nose is a running after big days i my nose always goes today is no different so I do apologize about that. Um, what else? What else? Talking gear. Busted out the lucky poles today. On 14 or days, I always try to hit them with hiking poles. Some my, my favorite brand for those lucky L E K I. I don't use them all the time just because 
stuff like little local runs sort of overkill but definitely make sure i always have them on 14ers just because you know saving your joints i've heard that each pull can reduce joint impact up to 15%. So that's a total of 30% joint impact reduction. Um, great for on the way down. My poles specifically are very, very lightweight. That's why I went with Lucky. There are plenty of other brands though that specialize in different things. If you want more of a sturdy pole or you don't want a... carbon fiber set of hiking poles there are definitely other brands to look for black diamond i highly recommend makes great poles both sturdy heavier ones and also very light um, trail running poles a couple of my buddies that i go climbing with go hiking with all the time they run black diamond black diamond in general is pretty good stuff which is a great segue to my pack today i wore my black diamond pack it is i do not know the name of it but it was the pack designed with the nolan's 14 in mind it's a 22 liter version so it's bigger than the it's the bigger one and just like with my normal running i tend to wear bigger packs just because especially with 14ers i want to make sure that i am comfortable up there that i bring everything I bought this pack because it is big enough to carry both of my Arcteric jackets in there, um, even though I chose to go up square top without my warmer one. But going up beer set, I had both my jackets rolled up in there and my water. I knew I was doing two big mountains today, so I actually filled up my water super, super full. Normally only filled up about halfway, just for weight, for saving space in the pack, that type of stuff. Today I went ahead and pulled the trigger, filled the pack, filled the bladder all the way up. And I was still able to shove both my jackets in there, keep all my food, my gadgets, my earbuds, my phone, uh, my keys, sunscreen, lip balm, all that stuff up front. It's got a great shoulder strap uh, pocket system up front. Only downside I have to the pack itself is that there are no stuff pockets on it. There are no stuff buckets on the outside for quick taking off the jacket and just stuffing it in there to store your jacket or whatever you do have to take everything off unroll the pack and then roll and then stuff into the pack itself um we'll leave it just on that i'll leave that pack on a positive note one of my favorite features about that pack are the hiking pole pockets hiking pole sleeves on each side really nice hiking pole setup very easily stash your poles don't have to carry them and you don't have to deal with weird ass loops like in a lot of hydro or running vests and stuff like that just uh crushing the rest of this noon here before i finish up this podcast and head on back to denver i think i've woken up enough i feel like i'm good Yeah, today was just a, a pretty good day overall. Proud of myself for keep on keeping going. Um, like I said, there's been a, few, a handful of objectives that 
either myself or myself and Sam together have sort of bailed on. Albert was one of them. We recently tried to do Albert, tallest peak in Colorado. We did make it above 14,000 feet. We did make it to South Albert, which is its own peak. Um, but if you're talking to 14er, you know, aficionados, that 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 peak doesn't count because the saddle is less than whatever distance. There isn't enough gain between South Albert and Albert to classify both of them as their own individual peaks. So sort of count Albert as like, take as like a half, you know, like sort of like a half. Um, so we got to South Albert. We did not end up getting to Albert proper. So I was like a couple weeks back and that just sort of set the, you know, set the, set the stage for canceling objectives. I, I, like I said, I have, I have a lot that I want to get done and I can't have this mindset going into it where eh, if I, oh, I'm, I'm fucking tired. I, I need to turn around. Like, you know, I'm, you're always going to, you're never going to regret continuing going, you know, you always make it back to the car as long as you stay safe, as long as you're playing smart, you always make it back to the truck and it's always a good idea. You know, you always, you're always happy with yourself for doing it. So that's what I sort of had to channel today. I had to tell myself to shut the fuck up, get out of my head and just keep on walking to the top. And you know what? Made it, made it. So overall, just like a really, really good day. Tiring, exhausted, but good. Beautiful Colorado day. Got a little bit of everything. Got that Colorado sunshine. Got that Colorado hail. Man, if they say that lightning doesn't strike twice in this, or what is it? Lightning doesn't strike the same spot twice. Hail strikes the same spot multiple times all over. I probably got pelted on my knuckles close to 35 times because I'm an idiot and I hike in sandals. My toes got pelted 50 times. My thighs were just getting hit all over. It was a fun, it was a fun time down. But like I said, I was wearing that Norden. It really did a good job of bouncing everything off me. And I was wearing my bucket hat because when I stopped at my truck for my aid station stop, I switched from my Boko running hat to my outdoor research bucket hat. And I'm really, really glad that I did because this thing just sheds hail. Man, everyone should hike in Colorado with bucket hats, both for the sun protection and just for the weather protection because this thing gets it done. I am actually thinking about going and buying another bucket hat from Outdoor Research just because I am so fucking pleased with this thing. But I've been rambling on. This is by far the longest podcast I've ever been able to hammer out. And I'm feeling pretty good about this, feeling pretty good about everything today. So I'm going to get going. Got to make it back down to Denver and maybe drink a beer. Thank you for listening to this episode of I Suck at Running. 
I will be posting again here soon. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.